this week done quickly well uh <laughs> the plan of uh the plan of of, of uh well we don't want to jump straight into playoff yet <laughs> we'll just uh we'll start with news because there was news that i actually missed in the last episode uh, which is a busy episode and i still managed to not get everything uh san antonio wins the draft uh good uh good for them uh, they were definitely the worst team in the league. Uh, definitely wasn't close, uh, despite what other teams that tried to be bad were like. And the San Antonio was like legitimately bad. Uh, they they didn't they they definitely uh, they played NBA players and they still lost a ton of games, just a ton of games. Uh, there were games though that like they tried to win and that they. Uh, also lost those too, so so yeah. Uh, I guess they won also won the second and and the third pick too. <laughs> Just it was it was that sort of thing. Uh, but you know, of course, you only get the one pick. But uh, the the lottery uh, gods were in their favor that day for sure. And uh, now, <laughs> I guess they were you know. I heard an interview where they said, oh, oh, yeah, we were trying to make up excuses as to why Wimby wasn't great, you know, so we could feel good about our pick. And then, no, no, we're just, you know, we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> so I think we know who's getting drafted first. We knew who was getting drafted first last year. Uh, it's definitely going to be Victor Wimbyana. Uh It's cool. Now the, uh, it ended up that uh, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte ended up getting second. And the Blazers got third, uh, Houston fourth, and Port Detroit. Uh, Detroit was almost as bad as San Antonio, uh, almost. And uh, they fell all the way to fifth. So that's a it's a big bummer for them because uh, it's a two player draft. <laughs> Most people think it's a three player draft. Like Charlotte thinks it's a three player draft. Uh, and they're rumored to be drafting uh, Brad Miller. I don't think Brad Miller is anywhere nearly as good as uh, Scoot Henderson is. I think it's a pretty clear number. I think, like, uh, Victor is number one. Uh, go down 10 steps. Scoot is, is there. And then go down five steps, and Brad Miller is there. Uh, it's. It's not that Brad Miller is bad. He's just he doesn't unless unless he's unless it's a Jason Tatum situation, and I'll, I'll explain why this this is a bad this is a bad thing to say in a minute. But unless it's a Jason Tatum situation, uh, where he has some elite skill that he's not showing in college, uh, the ceiling for Miller is much lower than it is for Scoot. So I don't I just don't get it. But. <laughs> Uh, that's what that's what's projected to happen. It's projected to be Miller two, Scoot three. Um, the reason why I say that comparison is bullshit is because Jason Tatum 
did have some elite skills in college. Uh, he, he was considered the most NBA-ready player uh, in the entire draft in college. Like, the reason that other people were picked ahead of him was because those other people had, like, more had like we're doing weird things that look that made people think okay if this works this person can be a star uh if it doesn't work then you know maybe it do, then jason tatum uh, will have a good career and you know like honestly like for all the all the high rating of jason tatum it it doesn't look like it's that like that's that far off i mean i know there are a lot of people who think jason tatum is a top five uh player in nba i know that I know that is to be true, but I, I don't feel that way. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Brad Miller, in, in conclusion, Brad Miller should not go ahead of Scoot Henderson, in my opinion. And I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Because I'm sure we're going to talk about this again. Uh, but the number three is a, is a weird, is a rough decision for Portland because Dame uh, Willard has started to say some things about wanting out. Um, not wanting out. That, that's not true. He's never said a single thing about wanting out. But he has started to say, to say like, "Oh, well, I'm here. If we're not, uh, if, well, I don't want to hang out with rookies," and that sort of thing. Uh, so there's definitely some debate as to whether or not Portland should uh, trade the pick or uh, trade Dame. <laughs> that people are talking about that. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think that the right move is to do either, uh, personally. Uh, I don't, just because at a situation where Dame, uh, he makes, he's going to make $50 million this year, uh, in a league where people are very scared, very scared of, uh, upcoming, uh, salary, salary changes. Uh, in, in that sort of world, somebody, one player making 50 million is a hard pill to swallow. I, I'm sorry. I guess it's like 48 million. Uh, only Bradley Beal is making 50 million. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> but uh, but the Willard contract is is huge. It's like 46 million and ends up like 49 million by the end of it. Uh, it, it definitely scares some teams off. So there's there's not going to be a ton of of teams that are like going to fully break the bank. And like some of it is the banks, of, the the banks have already been broken. Uh, the Lakers don't have a stash of picks to uh, crack open and throw at Dame. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks don't have a stash of picks anymore. Uh, trying to th- like the Clippers don't have a stack of picks. All these big markets that could be places where Dame can go, uh, they 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 don't have a stack of picks. So. It means that likely Portland, in in return for this trade, would be taking a veteran back, another high-paid veteran, which doesn't necessarily work with their goal of uh, of you know embracing the youth movement. Um, I don't know. There's not a lot of good trades for Dame out there. I think most of the trade. I don't think there's a lot of good trades for the pick though either, because like like who's like maybe like like. Like yes, uh, like San Antonio, uh, who are rumored to be also trying to get a second pick in this draft uh, for a point guard, uh, they would definitely like Scoot, uh, but uh, they don't have much to trade. Uh, they they don't have like I get, like they could they could give up a bunch of picks right now. They have those in, in their pocket, but 
they're rebuilding. <laughs> Why would they do that? Uh, there's not like it's just it would be a very foolish move of them, a team that is at the very start of their rebuild, to give up all their picks for another pick <laughs> for for Scoot. Uh, as good as Scoot is, Scoot is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you know, I could I could talk myself. Okay, so as I think about it, I could talk myself in to San Antonio doing that if it's like a couple picks, but that's not what that's not going to help Denver compete now. Was just what they're trying to do. Denver is trying to compete now. I think that's kind of the long and short of it. Is the San Antonio trade doesn't work for Portland. Uh, like Houston could trade a bunch of players, uh, but how many of the like like who who in Houston is going to help is going to help Portland win now it's rough it's rough like maybe if like the clippers were just done with uh like if they're done with with Paul George and I don't think they are but let's say they are then they could maybe put together a package for Paul George but it doesn't make sense for the clippers to do that uh like unless the clippers are starting over and it doesn't seem like they are. Uh, there's no indication that they are starting over. Uh, it doesn't make sense for them <laughs> to trade Paul George for a rookie who they're not going to be able to compete with, despite having this giant, giant payroll. It just, it doesn't make none of these things make sense. <laughs> none of these things make sense. Uh, so yeah, but that's going to be what you're going to hear about a ton for the next month. So uh, get ready to get ready. Uh, all right, playoff react. Uh, playoff react. Uh, Denver uh, just in, in the game after I quoted the show uh, the next day. You know, they uh, pretty similarly summarily uh, defeated the Lakers. Uh, Lakers had a uh, 15 point lead in the first half, but uh, you could uh, <laughs> like if you're a student of the game or like you just watch a lot of basketball, you could tell like the Lakers were needing like perfect execution to get that 15 point lead and like that the Denver was just casually going through the paces playing an okay game and like they were right there they were still right there and so there was no surprise to anyone who actually like actually has been paying attention that uh that Denver came back in the third like no no surprise at all uh it was, yeah, it was just wasn't, yeah, Denver is the much better team, and they, they proved it <laughs> quite convincingly. Not a lot else to say about that. They're, this, they're, they're really good, and the Lakers were not. <laughs> so that, that kind of leaves it at that. Uh, <laughs> it's a similar situation where Miami looks good and uh, Celtics do not in the, uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, but the Celtics did, did manage to win their game four. They looked like the team, they kind of looked like the team that they could, that they're supposed to be on paper. I'm, I'm not even giving full credit for being all the way there because like, Jalen Brown was still terrible, but uh, terrible or not, he wasn't very good on defense either to be honest. Uh, so it just, it, it they, but they did look like a team that like the everything that they looked like in the regular season where they were just playing solid defense and it's bombing, just bombing. Uh, they looked like that team in game four and it was kind of the reminder uh of what they could be but the fact remains they're still in a in a uh three game hole to a team that is uh 
you know this you know this they're never gonna quit <laughs> so uh it's gonna require like perfection from the celtics uh definitely heard some there's definitely a lot of people in the media saying well if there's ever gonna be a, a team to, to do the comeback it would be this one and they're not wrong like on paper uh this might be the biggest gap on paper <laughs> between uh teams facing each other in the conference finals on paper uh in reality, like off of the page, I to me, uh, Miami already beat a team that was just better than the Celtics this year. They they beat a, a Bucks team, like the Bucks were often looked better than the Celtics with Giannis out <laughs> for real, uh, for real, and the Heat kicked their ass. Uh, the Heat went stone cold against the net the Knicks, and <laughs> they still kicked the Knicks ass. Uh, this is a team that like ruins basketball for their opponents. Uh, they ruin like normally I would be mad at them, but they ruin it in like a fun way. They don't ruin it like like Portland Trailblazers. They ruin basketball by just tossing up garbage uh, constantly. It's not fun. Uh, but like Miami ruins it by like just completely disrupting the other team's game plan, and to me that's very cool. Uh, so yes, on paper. On paper, this is the most likely a team has ever been to come back from down down 0-3. Uh, but <laughs> if you believe that, bet on it, man. Go to Vegas, take those odds, bet that money. If you if you really believe it, do that. Like, cause you'll get rewarded very handsomely. Uh, but I don't believe that. I'll <laughs> for a second. Uh, I think they're just gonna. I think they they got it together, and the, their shots fell. And I think they're just one like. They're one setback from just going down again, for sure. So, so yeah, uh, I think that series is, is pretty much over. All right, so uh, the Lakers lost, so that means we have to do a playoff salute. Uh, I was <laughs> really hoping to to do it Celtics yesterday so I could do it at the same time because it's so much editing work. But I guess I have to do that editing work twice. Thank you, Celtics. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, but let's salute, people. The Los Angeles Lakers. Well, if you would have told me this team would make it to the Western Conference Finals, uh, maybe, let's see, it's, it's May 22nd. If you would have told me this on February, March 15th, I would have thought you were, uh, you were fucking with me. Uh, truly a, a, a good run for the Lakers. Uh, obviously you would like, uh, if you're a fan for them to, uh, to go farther, but it's one of those things where, you know, a team could have given up, uh, <laughs> looked like they did give up at a time, uh, started two and 10, uh, they were down in the, uh, below the play and cutoff line as recently as, uh, as as March, uh, and um, you know they 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 did the what was improbable is they uh, fought their way through to uh, almost the end, but uh, they they ran into a team that was better. They weren't the best team in the league by any means. They weren't the second best team. They weren't the third best team in the league, uh, and they just. They did what they could, and, you know, sometimes that's all you got to ask. 
sometimes all you can ask for a team is you just got to ask them to do what they could. And, uh, yeah, I, it's going to be a weird off season, but it's an off season where if they, uh, handle it right, they can come back strong with like the confidence they hopefully gain, uh, during these, uh, conference finals or probably, probably not during these conference finals because they got their ass kicked, <laughs> but, uh, in the playoffs, so they could, uh, take that, uh, take that confidence forward and it'll be good for them. The Los Angeles Lakers, I salute you. That's going to do it. Stay safe, my beautiful friends. I will uh, definitely talk to you after uh, the, the conference finals ends. Uh, we'll, <laughs> it might just be a salute, uh, but we'll definitely talk one more time before the conference finals. Uh, so, yeah, stay safe and stay safe, <laughs> my beautiful friends. Why am I having trouble ending this? Just end it. Stop. I'm, I'm hitting stop. Goodbye.